But before we get into it, I gotta tell you about an amazing new movie coming July 22nd. Grab your favorite sweetie darlings for absolutely fabulous The Movie. Yes, it's finally happening and it's bigger and gayer than ever. Still best friends and partners in crime, Patsy and Adina attempt to save Eddie's failing PR agency by signing supermodel Kate Moss. Their perfect plan goes awry, however, when Eddie accidentally kills Kate Moss at the fashion event of the year. So what do they do after killing fashion royalty and becoming the center of a media firestorm? Escape to the south of France, of course. The original cast is back. Patsy, Adina, Safi, Bubble, Grand, Bo, and Marshall. Along with celebrity cameos, John Hamm, Rebel Wilson, Stella McCartney. You know, it's going to be a fashion phantasm in this movie. And many 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 more absolutely fabulous the movies is only in theaters july 22nd make sure you do not miss it i'll be there let's dress up as patsy and adina to do this all right babies it is johnny mcgovern here yes i am back we are back for our all new summer cycle of the gayest of all time (laughs) what a delight i know we've been gone for a minute god it's been months uh oh that was the hate queen sound very appropriately because that is what has been keeping me extremely busy we start the Hey Queen. I think the last podcast we did was in February, and we started the season of Hey Queen in February. And girl, once the season starts, honey, it's non-stop. We're shooting the shows. I'm editing the shows. We're booking the shows. We're working on all the other shows. As you know, Judge Lady Red is currently out. We're doing a new season of He's Fit, etc., etc., etc. So uh, it's been very busy there's been 11 million views everything's going good um and today you're in for a treat everyone because it's an all fellas edition of the gayest of all time yeah fuck yeah oh man fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) all of our ladies some of them ladies in quotes are uh, out of the house this <laughs> evening. Uh, Julie and Brandy are globetrotting the world. Brandy's like, this is my traveling month. It's going to be very difficult. So they'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, they're going to be seeing Brittany uh, in Vegas. So they're like, we're going to come back to the podcast after Brittany. So we can totally do that. So Julie and Brandy will be back then. And Lady Red is currently filming a top secret project with Jackie Beat, Bianca Del Rio, and uh, Sherry Vine. So by so you'll be hearing about that very soon. But in the meantime, I thought, let me call up my homies. Well, one of my homies is staying on my couch, so he's always here. So I can just force him <laughs> to do whatever I want. And that is the beautiful white soul hummingbird, Mr. Adam Joseph. Yay! Hey, hey, queen. Oh, thank you. How you doing, Johnny? 
Oh, I'm good, little bird. So good to see ya. Thank you, bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Adam, we had a big day today. Oh my god, I was kind of nervous. It, this was one of the greatest days of all time. Because Amazing. we shot the last take we did of the season. Now, it's not the finale. The finale is coming out uh, a week from now, which is with Bob the Drag Queen. But our second to last episode of the season is, of course, Mary Jackie. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Jackie! Definitely, like, lost it for oh a second. Oh, my God. God. Kicking in the uh, makeup room, Key girl. Makeup room. Oh, I live. The, I mean, I came around the corner and there was Jack A just there. Just, and I want to be like, I, I had to remind myself, Jack A does not know who you are and has never met you, even though you feel like <laughs> right. you and Jack A are very close friends because you've been she's been in your life for so long a friend in your head she's been a friend in my head wendy williams style but i mean just i saw her i was like oh my god what a wonderful way to go around the corner to see jack a wow oh and she my spilled god. the tea girl yes she did you guys are gonna love this episode. Uh, it's gonna a, be. <laughs> you know what? Let's bring in our other guests, and then we'll just be able to really kiki on what's going on with Jack Eggs. I know they'll have one thing to contribute. Now, uh, we also have one of the funniest men in Hollywood. He's one of the hosts of the Mikey and Teddy Comedy Hour at Fubar on Fridays. You've seen him on TV. You've seen him all over the place. He's one of my most favorite people in the world. Mr. Teddy Marcus is here. Hey. Hey. Teddy Morgan. Hey, Teddy. Hey, I'm your hummingbird too, right? Hey, hey. Sean. Hey, shooby doo doobie. I'd like a nice tea. <laughs> Teddy uh, plays this season uh, the court reporter on Judge Lady Red, and I have a lot of pleasure and joy because he does the opening voiceover for every episode. He's like, now here's the tea. I was <laughs> I, I played it. I, I played it a million times. I want to make it my ringtone. <laughs> now here's the tea. You see the plaintiff decided that. Oh my god, I can't stop watching. Oh god, it was so and like you. There's some other ones. The one that just came out today. Oh, I didn't see it yet. The case of my little phony. <laughs> you, you're not having it with the guests at the end. So you're like, I forget what you're like. So one comes up and you're like, she been drinking. She been drinking all my mama. And you just shove them out. You're you like, don't even oh, talk to don't them. Don't do that. No, no. Goodbye, mama. <laughs> Ain't nothing to report here because you just spilled it. Now move on. <laughs> oh, it. my goodness. I love it. It's fun, fun, fun. It is a delight. You're going to love all the episodes of I Judge Lady Red. You're really funny in them. And, of course, Poet Laureate <laughs> of West Hollywood. That's he's the Maya Angelou of Santa Monica Boulevard <laughs> in the 70s when hookers used to hang out. A river... A rock, a prostitute, <laughs> a ballad of West Hollywood. It's a heartthrob and writer extraordinaire, Stephen Rain. Yay! Thank you. 
Thank you, everyone. Thank you. I'm a professional person. <laughs> yes, I, I can't I can't really top the hummingbirds. Um, sorry. <laughs> can't you do a poem to enter? Oh, uh, well, you did. You, I mean... You I mean really... It's hard to top a river, a rock, a prostitute. Y- yeah. But I mean, yeah. you come on this podcast and I expect... On oh, the spot, some poetics. Some on, on the, the spot, spot poetry. poetry. On the spot. Oh. That is your job. You need to That's your job. Wait, I do need to say that this past weekend, Johnny gave the best name for a poetry event, which I will have oh, in the future. Oh, you're right. I don't know. Which we must you just said it, right? Just yeah. off the cuff. Came up with the title, and I'm going with it. Well, you say what is, it is. For an event, Poetry Gangbang. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you want to attend? I want to attend. Because Stephen's always riding the line of a classy event at the library. (laughs) And a Tom (laughs) of Finland red hanky orgy (laughs) at the One Archives. (laughs) So, And there's a crowd that actually in Hollywood and in L.A. goes to both. Like they'll do an event, literary event. And then they'll also support the Tom of Finland Fund by going to Faultline for assless chaps night. <laughs> did, did so, you bring, did there you I am the writing Chris, them both. I'm writing them the both. Crisco? Did you bring the Crisco? I brought the Crisco. Because <laughs> yeah. I think you could poetry gangbang, you could get yeah. away with. It would be the hottest thing the library has ever seen. That's it's perfect for yeah. It's A, perfect for you, but B, it's perfect for West Hollywood. It we is. need to bring the gangbang back to we are. <laughs> Come on, we're all too politically correct. Let's marry the Ooh. two. A poetic gangbang. Yeah. I mean, I, it's really marrying. I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole idea is to trick people into coming to a boring poetry thing. But if it's a <laughs> poetry... Wait, wait, are you saying boring? <laughs> well, poetry is boring now. It's poetry, Stephen. <laughs> We've got to do our best. Spice it up. I always forget it's boring to other people. <laughs> That's the problem. Your poetry is never boring. No. But no. poetry in general, unless it's Miss Maya Angelou from yes. the grave doing it. Even her poetry was not her strongest suit. No, memoirs. Her memoirs yes. were her strongest suit. I also came up with another title for Stevens, uh, an event of Stevens, which was another, it was a genius. Yes. Hiking. In the middle of of Mm. a hill, Johnny comes up with the idea. My ink is white. It's a (laughs) erotic stories. (laughs) He said it, and I was just, I don't even think I asked permission for that one. Because I I forgot that I I made made that up, honestly. Until until you reminded me. And there were flyers, you know, with the I mean, I was like, I am good. I should be a poetry creative director. Yeah, you're mine. (laughs) Clearly, you're mine. You're right. It's one of my many free creative director (laughs) jobs that I work. You know, and people will take that and run with it. You know, people will go like, Stephen, tell me, my ink is white. What does that mean? <laughs> Where did that come? Well, we were hiking with Johnny McGovern. <laughs> Johnny McGovern. It means he rides with jizz in his pen. Jizz in his pen. Said in that voice, old yeller voice. Oh, jizz in the pen. Um, okay, so we've introduced both of you. Now we can get back to the main story of the day. Okay? Do it. Jack Gay Harry. Leave me. That's what she did at one point in the interview. She was like, I was like, can you do Mary for us? And she's like, 
I'd get warmed up first. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, uh. just like I, it was a dream. She was super duper nice. We were like having little kiki. She fucking drove herself there. We had a driver at her house, but she driver missed her because she drove herself. She decided to drive herself. <laughs> oh my She's God, a very fabulous. sensible lady. She came in the studio, so super nice. Like I said, I came around the corner. Oh, there was Jack Hay. Looking just so wonderful, being so sweet and nice. And, you know, the studio's not big, so it's just us there having a, having a chat. And uh, there was a big studio audience there today, so it was good. We were sitting in the in the studio, getting the lights. And she was chatting with Adam and talking to Lady Red. We were just going back and forth. So that was already a dream. And then when she came in for the show, honey, she was ready to spill the things that Ooh. I wanted to know, the inquirer stories from 1986 <laughs> tabloid feud on the set of 227 Marla versus Jack A. She broke it down, broke all of it down. She oh. spilled the tea. Like it was no big deal. So we we're going to see this. Oh, yes. Honey. Yes. When does this air? Uh, no, it's Monday. Oh, the next this nice. Monday, yeah, yeah. And I know you got the answers for. I mean, you're so good at drawing stories. We, I mean, she was ready. To, she started bringing all this stuff up herself, and she went into it all. Does she realize that she's uh, has a huge influence of gay men? Like, oh, she does. Yes. She, she knows. Remembers. That. Yes, she knows very well. Do, huh. pe- do people tell her? Do people like, yo, Sandra, you had a big influence? Because yeah, I think she they do. shaped that era of my life. My God, I mean. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, Lester. I wanted a Lester. Hi, Lester. Oh, um, she was so nice and so fun, and she spilled the fucking tea on lots of different people. And look at her, all the cast ladies of Two Two Seven. Let me tell you the one thing: Two Two Seven was not a nice place to work. <laughs> Everyone was a little spicy, <laughs> except for she got along great with Calvin and Regina. Well, you know, the they, kids. that had to be hard because everybody worshipped the ground that Jack K. Harry walk, walked on. Like everybody watched it. If Sandra wasn't on the air, that's when we went and got our Doritos. Oh um, yeah, you know what I mean. So she had to have. Everyone had to have felt that and was like. But yeah. She was holding it. She was that holding was her show. show. Yeah. I mean, I know. She, and it, it. she I said think... she said that she talked to Marla Gibbs about it. Yeah, she said they had to have a sit down about it. It was like, I bet you said this about me. You said this about me. Oh my god. Because she said they're all cool now because they're, you know Residual heaven. They're maybe? well, you know, they keep work people want them to work together and do things and you know. She understands. She talked a lot about evolving past her ego. How how much ego she had at that time, and like why she wasn't even seeing that happen. She didn't even oh, relate to the feud right. because she wasn't having one. She was just doing her. Oh my god, this is the best episode ever. We talk about the Jack A spinoff and why that didn't work, and what she experienced after. It is good. It humbled. <laughs> it humbled her. Did it humble her? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, she was like that. She said she was like. You know, I was pleasing people and doing all sorts of things, you know, for a long time in my life. And I was like, well, when was that? She's like, no, 48. I was like, wow. She's like, yeah, the second half, 50. It's a whole, you know, you can reinvent it all right there. I was like, thank oh you, Jack A. She is the God, the, the gospel according to Jack A. Oh, so good. And so it was truly a dream come true. Uh, and then this I'll, I'll tell the full secret of. We... We wanted her to say me, right? <laughs> but she was like, well, let me get warmed up. And so we got to the end of the show, and she had never said it. And we were, we're on a tight time schedule today. So we there was not too much more time. So for the promo 
I was like, okay, Jack, hey, we're going to come in and be practicing our own versions. So we had little masks. Oh, that's funny. Her. That's funny. And so we were like, Hey, Queen. Ooh, Lady Ram, I'm so excited. Jack A. Harry is our guest on Hey, Queen. This week is our dream guest. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so she's coming. So let's make sure that we get our, our best Jack A. as Sandra on 227 Impressions going. Okay, okay. okay ready? I'm going to do mine. <clears throat> Mm, Mary. Mm? No, not good. Okay, you try yours. You try yours. Okay, my. Okay. Let's see if it's dry. Be better than me. Okay, come on. Right. Okay. Mary. Oh no! Uh -uh. Let me stop this right now. Mary. Did they purposely name her Mary so that it would be a gay thing? No. I like to try to go through Marys through the ages. Mm. Because, you know, Rhoda on Mary Tyler Moore was like, Mary. You would say, Mary. Oh, hey, Mary. Mary. Yo, Mary. Mary. <laughs> right. Like, you would do that. You're right. But then when, when 227 came about, everyone was like, oh, come on, Mary. <laughs> it, start, it dates back to Christ, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you can write a fucking paper. On, on Marys in pop culture, <laughs> starting with the Virgin Mary, to, yeah. starting with to Jesus's, gay men's yeah. relations to each to other. Mary. Exactly, because I I don't think we don't call each other Mary anymore. I miss that. No, I still say Mary. Well, sometimes. <laughs> oh, I still say Mary. You I mean, it's Mary. occasional, but I don't know if the millennials are doing. They don't it, get don't. it now because back in the day, if a girl named Mary moved to WeHo, she'd be like, "What? Huh? Hello, where? <laughs> <laughs> Why does everyone know my name?" <laughs> she's like this. She got whiplash. Hello, what? 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 Now it's like. It's girl, queen, queen. Now yeah. they even abbreviate everything. It's like H G H. I'm like, oh no, girl, it's Mary. H G H. What is H G H? Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Oh my god. Now that's like something. It took me like three and a half years to realize what S M H was. Oh, like, I know. I, I still, had I no still clue, have to... and I had to ask my young boy. Wait, the, the poet over here. I'm like stone faced. What S? Shaking, Shaking my, my head. head. Like, oh. but I was like, but what is S M H? And what is T-T-L-Y-D? I mean, like, you know, <laughs> all these other ones. I, I try to now use them to seem fresh. I, um... <laughs> to other people. It is, I have my nephews with me, and they're even getting more abbreviated. Like, they abbreviate everything. So LOL isn't even LOL anymore. What is it? L. <laughs> what? Like, oh, uh, uh, girl. <laughs> Just uh, uh, L? Girl, I am not doing that. You can't even write no. LOL? Because that could be... What is that? That's just that. Could be is that like a typo? Lady. It could be luck. It could be loser. Or lazy. Or lazy. Or lazy. lazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh my God! Please, young people out there listening, please keep abbreviating. Like, go further. How? So, <laughs> I just said, "Hey, girl, what's up?" <laughs> They're like, I had, I, I uh, picked up my nephew. Is another another nephew is here staying at the frat house. So. 
I had to peruse Frat House Row. Oh, oh. Wow. and how was that? That was so flawless, but I almost got arrested for taking pictures because I was uh, snapping pictures to send to a friend of mine. Like, girl, you got to see Frat House Row. So you were a creeper photo. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, who is that? And my nephew's like, oh, that's just my uncle. It's okay. You don't seem <laughs> creepy at all going to Frat House Row snapping pics in your in jaunty, your jaunty white pants and linen, <laughs> linen summer top. It's Chambray. Your Chambray <laughs> top. So they get in, they wanted a ride to WeHo. I'm like, why you boys want to go to WeHo? So I gave him a ride. And just the conversation in the back, I didn't understand one freaking thing. Because it was all abbreviated. And they were like, Let's talk in briefs. I'm like, well, what's briefs? They're like abbreviations. They even abbreviate the word abbreviation. <laughs> briefs, briefs, bra. Yo, bra. I'm like, I'm not wearing a bra. They're like, no, bra. I'm like, you mean like bro? They're like, yeah, well, bro, 70s. But now it's bra. I'm like, ah, okay. Get with the time study. Get Everybody knows I bra. Write it down. I write it down. I have to write it down. I have to write it down. Because How I'm are still you saying see... Mary from Mary Tyler Moore, Mary. <laughs> I'm still saying Mary from Mary Tyler Moore. How are you? You need to know these studies so you can seem young and fresh. I do. I'm, on uh, Grinder and Scrub. Trust me. I'm writing it all down now. You're no SMHing. Longer... You're doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> no longer do I say, hey, hottie, what's up? Now it's just like H H W U. Um. Uh, now, Stephen, do you know that? Have you ever met Teddy's nephew? No, no. <laughs> Teddy is a gay nephew who's very sweet. But the greatest part about him is that he loves Uncle Teddy, and he's out very young. How old was he when he came out? He came out actually at uh, thirteen to his class. Wow. At 14 and 15 to his parents, and at 16 to me. I don't know why I was last. I'm like, hello. Uncle like, Teddy's going to judge me. He sounds exactly like Uncle Teddy. I know. I don't want to meet Uncle Teddy's friends. I'm afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, this kid came to uh, the Mikey and Teddy show at FUBAR, but of course, right after FUBAR, uh, hooker dancers begin. <laughs> we had to get him out of there because, you know. How old is he now? Now he's 17. Oh, so, is he yeah. still a minor? He's still, in December, he can legally tip a stripper. But, but so, right now, he, he can't. could not. But he did the crossover. So it was a time when the party working after was like, our event starts right at 10. Yeah. So there was no getting around um, just hooker dancers with huge bulges and G-strings. And that kid was like, wow, this is yeah. cool. And Daddy's like, get out of here, kid. Get out of here, kid. That was masturbation material for a whole year. <laughs> right. Imagine. Very, very excited. Been, I only have the undergear catalog. I, me too. Me oh. too. Oh. Undergear was like a moment of silence secret bathroom masturbation life. Onion skin. Yeah. Remember those those shorts? Oh, that were cut all the way up the side. I currently own a pair. Of they should yes. be coming back full. Time. We need to bring onion skins back. I've actually been seeing around bit on the the appropriate people, but bit by bit, half shirts finally. So and I've seen so many tiny jogging yeah. shorts are making a comeback on the gayest of muscle faggots. Yeah, I mean we and are. I appreciate. We are in West Hollywood, but I feel like I've seen an exceptional number. Oh yeah. Of cut off shirts like this summer. It's happening. It's and definitely happening. The shorts were too long for too long. 
I <laughs> I have loved I have always supported Daisy Dukes and I support them and I see them they're getting they're coming back I predict by next summer we'll have the full on Daisy Duke in WeHo yeah girl I hope so because they're getting when they were those knee board the knee shorts and then there was board shorts now they're getting a little bit higher pretty soon the pot like when the pocket hung out of the I'm not oh, old so I'm just yeah. saying yeah I love I that me too and your balls hang out. Yeah, That's yeah. good you, stuff. You drop a quarter. Oh, so I can you pick that up for me? Mm-hmm. I see everything. Yeah. <laughs> I've decided that my look for summer has been inspired by a pair of shorts. Is pervy coach. It's above the knee khaki shorts. Every shirt says coach on the back. And I full on. I stole your whistle. And I uh, just carry a whistle randomly every time. And mirrored sunglasses. Socks That's with hot. stripes. And big sneakers, and I'm just wearing it everywhere to every occasion. I saw a preview of that look this weekend. It was good. It's just what you. It's just the only thing I get. It's it's about the. It's about the above the knee khaki shorts and the whistle because of some of the. And it's got a a little, and then hopefully it works its way to mid thigh, not just not just above the knee, a little higher. Well, it depends. My you know. pervy coach, you could see everything. Like, and if he, he used to put his foot up on the chair, and like, literally you saw, like, VPL. Like, yeah, like, you got to give some good bulge. Well, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I mean, <laughs> that, that's, that's good. That's truly pervy coach. Yeah, really. I, as I get more and more in shape, I'll full give an inappropriate and tight short. <laughs> but for now, we'll just be above the knee. I like okay, above the knee. <laughs> That'll be Believe the... me, it doesn't take a lot for me to look like an old pervy coach, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that's my. I'm working a whole coach angle and concept for my next musical reinvention as well. I love it. So I'm starting to marinate on it in my mind. <laughs> coach, coachness. Pervy coach, PC. My middle school gym teacher, um, I ran into the second time I ever went to a gay bar. That's I hot. Know. That's, that's masturbation material. And then you fucking hot. Him. No, I wish. No, he wasn't into me. And I tried. Like, I tried to work that. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't into me. We're now Facebook friends, but no. Mm. And now he's probably the appropriate age that you like, because you love a man 50 plus. <laughs> what did he look sometimes, like? He sometimes like? I do like that. Don't lie. Okay, this, is, keep it this real. is the thing. Like, I don't know if it was my memory. I remember him having a really hairy chest, and, and now, like, on Facebook, he doesn't have well, body yeah, hair. it goes away it, when you get older. Not that I know from I've read, I've read, I've read. <laughs> <laughs> it literally goes away. Yeah, I mean, my and memory... it shows up somewhere else, like you know, on, on your ear. But you know, <laughs> my memory of him is not who he is today. Yeah, it's a really odd. I, I mean, he's a great guy, but um, yeah. Oh, God, he's a like, great guy, it, but he wouldn't fuck me. And he doesn't have body hair anymore, so like, fuck that <laughs> guy. What am I gonna do with him? Well, my gym teacher's name was Mr. Mac. Like, can you hello get even hotter than that name? Mr. Mac had like that Burt Convy, really. Burt Convy. Yeah, Google it. Are you (laughs) Miss Dorothy Zabornak or are you Miss Blanche Devereaux? Because the last time I heard anyone mention Mr. Burt Convy was in an episode of Golden Girls. I couldn't even tell you. You were Burt Convy, but I know that Mr. Burt Convy. Probably played at the Miami Beach Dinner Theater he did. for one night. He had a whiskey at the Rusty Ankle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was Burt Conley a game show host? Yeah, he could okay. the title tales, and he had that beautiful, curly, tight, 70s permy hair. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Google. Burt Conley, C-O-N-V-Y. 
<laughs> but Mr. Mac looked like him, like that that stereotypical, like late seventies, early eighties, mm. like short, short Adidas shorts with this the socks that came up really high oh. and just so freaking oh. hot, like ID bracelet that I was like. Oh. God, I want to like, what do I, ID bracelet that got me hard. I don't get it, but it happens. I remember my swimming instructor when I was young wearing Speedos and it was the first time I saw a guy in Speedos mm. and that was so sexy to me. Oh yeah. And then you fucked him. Uh, <laughs> I think so, maybe. <laughs> Later in life. Nothing wrong with that. And Speedos need to come back in a little bigger way. I mean, we well, have you been to a gay beat oh, gay no, anything? I, 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 I am with child this summer. I'm with They're child. there. <laughs> Johnny and I went to the beach this weekend, and... There was a lot oh. of people... Uh, I guess the guy I brought was the only one in a Speedo. Well, he was the only one in a Speedo, but that was enough. <laughs> enough for me. Because he was, he was just really rocking it. He was rocking the Speedo. Oh, yes, he was. I like when they inappropriately shouldn't be wearing the Speedo. That turns me on. Like a European tourist? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like, look at me with my belly and hair, but I have Speedo. Yeah, when I used to live in in Thailand, you know, we'd go on those vacations in Asia, and it would be lots of French, Belgian, German tourists (laughs) who were rocking full titty belly... Man G string, <laughs> tiny skinny legs, yeah, yeah, gold chain, oh, wispy hair. I love it. And just doing, feeling it. And you know what? Good for you. Yeah, you go, girl. Do it modified. <laughs> <laughs> Do it modified. <laughs> if we all had the nerve, because you know what? It do take nerve. It do take nerve, because I wouldn't play that kind of character, but I'm afraid to put that on. But even in Greece, when you go to Greece, like my family's oh, yeah. Greek, you're like, honey, you need a caftan to cover up, but you go, girl. You go play in that surf. I'm going to be free, yeah, Teddy. Please. Fuck you, man. Please, please. I don't do. You're wearing Fall a to sweater. your bullshit, man. <laughs> You're wearing a sweater. No, that is my back hair. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let it let it fly in the wind. Let it fly. They part you in the middle the and feather that back hair back, honey. Do it. God, that Just, do take nerve. It do take nerve. Uh, you got a uh, well. The former co-host of this podcast, Mr. Martin Beauchamp, who's my <laughs> friend and writing partner, married to a woman with children. Even he went to Brazil and was like, "I was wearing my sunga." <laughs> People uh, who listen to this podcast remember Martin and his. Sunga, mm-hmm. which I guess is like a even more revealing speedo. Yeah, because doesn't it doesn't it they want to get No, that it's like it's not more revealing, but it's like tight. It's, it's like a, tr- bo- a tr- tr- uh, like a trunk kind of, mm-hmm. but like tight. A very boxer tight. brief. Oh, a tight boxer oh. brief. Yeah, I always imagined the sunga being almost more like a thong, and <laughs> just looking crazy. Supposed to tan his ass. The clothing has been a little too not revealing. Not enough. revealing enough. Victorian. I would, I, I would rather put up with the ones that shouldn't be wearing it because then when everybody wears it, you can appreciate the good from the bad and the ugly. Yeah, that's I, all they yes, wear in maybe Europe. Maybe all the fluidness will lead to <laughs> males feeling more free to dress like whores exactly because that's all I want <laughs> more I want, skin I wanted to go to straight guys again too yes where they would all be wearing the tiniest shorts I, yeah I, I hear yes. you straight guys they want it too everybody wants it they are bring them back bring them back alright yeah that was perfect timing let them in let them in let them in let them trying to get in to wear the outfits <laughs> So Teddy and I and Adam went to had had an adventure. 
We, did. we had an adventure at Hogwarts Academy <laughs> this summer. Yeah. Steven, sorry you weren't invited, yeah. but we only had a couple takes. Um, <laughs> we uh, It was the opening of the Harry Potter Land here at Universal Studios, and we had to go see. Actually, I was supposed to go with Julian Brandy, but we had a scheduling mix-up, and they had to go on a different day, so I got... Lady Red, just kidding. She would never leave the house to go to University. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was Dragon Alley. Uh, uh, yeah, and if there was a tunnel from our home to the alley and back. She's going to Thug Alley. Mm-hmm. I always invite her to all the things knowing she won't come. I'll be like, because we went to this, I went to Disneyland. I was like, well, you know, there's free tickets to Disney. Are you sure you don't want to come, honey? And so she's like, what? I was like, I knew that would be your answer. But I want to ask you so you don't feel left out. <laughs> So it was me, Adam, uh, my boyfriend, Andrew, and then uh, who else? Erica. Erica. Oh, yeah. And Teddy. Of course, yes. And so we went to we went to Universal Studios. And it, I thought it was fabulous. It was beautiful. Yes. I mean. Uh, it looked just like the movie to me. Well, it was good. I do went to the one in Florida, so it was very similar to that. Well, I mean. But still very delightful. Um, uh, and everyone went and got totally insane over the wands. I was insane over the wands. There was too many. I couldn't pick. And then I wanted to have the most powerful one, and I went up, because they had a guy there, and he would fit you for a wand. I'm like, I'm going to need an extra large. (laughs) He would fit you for a wand, and I was like, I want a powerful wand. And he was like, the wand picks you. And I was like, Oh, okay, Dork, you're getting paid $10 an hour. Do not tell me the wand picks me. I want the most powerful wand in the world. But I didn't get it. And apparently that's Dumbledore's wand. Oh, the one that you got? I didn't get it because I, oh, I, I had to that's go home the most and research it. But that's the one I'm going to get next time I go. You are not going to buy another one, will you? I <laughs> hope not. I think that is the best gimmick in the world. This, they were $75 or something. This people was the biggest around. rock and genius. <laughs> I was like, I wish I sold wands because this is the greatest thing. So what you do, first of all, you wait online to go to the shop where you can buy your wand. There's a okay? line around the There's block. There's a line. So wait 15 minutes at least to get in and then you go into a room and then... Another, you wait there for a couple of minutes, and it's an old, dusty-looking dusty. room. And then oh. the door opens, and there you are in the wand shop from the movie with an actor playing the wand person. And then they pick <laughs> one child to come and do, like, come test your wand. Is it this one? And then they make a sound effect, like, Pew! and then, like, oh, not that one. And the kid doesn't do anything, you know what I mean? Like, kid's not moving. It's like, Pew! Sound effects and like things moving as if they shot something out of the wand. I loved it. I mean, I, it was so good. It. I'm so into that stuff. It's insane. How but many I, of you walked away with a wand? Did you actually well, get Well, this is the thing that like, I really, the wands are expensive. Now, I kept dreaming that the girl, because they were like, okay, you'll wait with your parents and we'll discuss which wand you're going to get. And like, we can't afford it. <laughs> Is that what they were saying? No, that's what I just imagined in my dark mind that she was too poor to afford it. And they're like, "Well, then get the fuck out, get out." Um, They should. I can't believe they're no, but I I can't believe that they're so cheap that they can't just give the kid that they pick. There's like 25 people in the room, and that you know what the thing is that that's absolutely true. They should have 
when they pick that child, they should give that child a wand. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, that's what I was imagining. It was getting dark. What if you yes. can't afford your seventy-five dollar wand well, and your family yeah. got free it's, low-income tickets <laughs> to Universal Studios? We have twenty-dollar wands, forty-dollar wands, and hundred and twenty-dollar wands, and the hundred and twenty-dollar one picked you. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fucking racket. And then you go from there into a room full of fucking wands. And here's the real double genius part of it. You have regular wands. Okay, regular wands. Or wands that work to do magic at the Universal Studios. When I say magic, there's a couple things where you point the (laughs) wand at it in a window of the shop. And it'll go... A little animatronic. Open a book or something. Well, it has a little Bluetooth thing in it. It's and like so a remote while you're there, show. but that's thirty dollars more. Yeah, but that doesn't happen in real life. Only, only you, at the there's park. eight. There's eight storefronts that can like what do you do that like interact with the wand, and there's something like twelve spells that you get the book and you can stand at a certain spot and cast a spell and something oh. will happen. Um, and there was this kid in, in front of the storefront doing it, and it wasn't doing anything, and I wasn't having it. I was like, bitch. How old are you? Four? Get out and give me your wand. I'm going to show you how you cast a spell. Well, because like, a lot of them couldn't cast the spell. So once you bought your expensive wand, because my boyfriend did buy a wand, and of course, has he touched it since then? No, not. That's how, that's how it works. You buy the $75 wand, you're never going to use it again. And we kept waiting. These kids would be trying to do the spell, and they wouldn't do it right. And so they just do it over and over and you want to just push yeah, the just, kid out of the way because yeah, they were they were not having it they were not doing it and that means that they shouldn't have got that wand now what does one do with a wand after they leave just well, have it in your house looking cute <laughs> like, like I, on display I went to Hollywood Bowl last night they had the Harry Potter uh, movie showing oh, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. harmonic playing and literally wand flashbacks I had because as soon as the movie started everyone in the audience who had gone to Universal they raised their wands I'm like oh there is life after Universal Studios <laughs> and I get there of course have dirty thoughts about the wands because I think Shishi LaRue should you know give out dildos the way this place does wands the dildo like, chooses the you the dildo chooses you <laughs> <laughs> I'd like it if when you went I mean that would be more interesting than what it is like if you're going to, West Hollywood's going to get more and more commercialized because there's 9 million Real Housewives restaurants right next door <laughs> oh. to Chichi LaRue's sex shop, which I think now is owned by Lisa Vanderbilt, <laughs> I think. Um, and so it would be better that you just pump it up, pump up the pump up the commercialism. Be like, you get, you know, the drag queen comes to get you, comes your room of dildos. <laughs> yes. And then, like, you get this one. And Whoa, that one's too strong for you. Just you, do the whole thing, I, the ripoff. We, we should film a sketch to do that. I like that. that you can have really a liner fun. on the block. I mean, I yeah. mean the Chichi LaRue dildo experience, yeah. and then just all the dildo chooses you. Come get your dildo. This dildo will work special in West Hollywood if you want to pay the extra thirty dollars. Stand in front of Mother Load and wave it at <laughs> Watch what happens. It's got. Interactive capability. <laughs> I, I mean, love it. That's good. I, love <laughs> that's it. I like when he, he takes like the guy at uh, Universal. He pulls one out and he goes, blows on it, and like all this dust comes off as if that wand has been there forever. So we could have the senior but, citizen dildo, and we right. pull it out and it's gray, and, and oh, look at all that dust. But let me tell you, people were lining up. 
to get these fucking wands. Like you couldn't you couldn't keep it in one place in the wand shop I, because you were in someone's way who wanted a seventy five dollar wand. I stood by the cash register and there was not a sale under two hundred dollars because if they had four kids at seventy five dollars a wand, boom boom ring ring ring. I thought this is. Brilliant. I need to make up something as good as wands. That was the only thing I could think. <laughs> wands is a great business. Pieces of plastic. It's like pieces of plastic that literally that have different shapes. And it's literally plastic. And it's, it's I my 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 jaw drops at the consumerism behind we're a moronic culture. We were <laughs> oh, in yes. line for a giant turkey leg and, and a wand. But it was good, and then the wand was magic. Wait, did you have one of those turkey legs? No, because we went to the pub, because they had the Harry Potter, you know, you eat grub. But the food was actually kind of good. I actually liked it. Yeah, they had, I mean, we got the Harry Potter family platter (laughs) for $55. Uh, It was like a very, it was a sit-down fancy type of place, and every entree was like 20 bucks. We were like, let's just get the family platter. And it was a lot of food. It was, and I thought it was. It was actually pretty it good. It was actually pretty they good. They had like pies. It was like pub food. Yeah. And if they're bad. gonna charge fifty dollars or whatever for the platter, it was. You know, bad. it was like roasted chickens and roasted vegetables and oh, ribs. Know. It was actually and ribs, ribs, right? Yeah. Ribs, yeah. yeah. And then they had um, butter beer, mm-hmm. which is the beer that apparently that they drink in the movie. They have these little kiosks. It's just- the move, the beer that they apparently drink in the movie? Who are you? There's been eight movies, Teddy. You know they drink it in the movie. I didn't know. I never knew in the movie if it was real beer or if it wasn't beer. Because they call it butter beer. I thought maybe it's like root beer. I think that's, it is kind of what it's like. Right. It's not alcoholic. No. See? Okay. I thought so. It's apparently not alcoholic. It's apparently not. <laughs> allegedly. You know, see, allegedly, J.K. Rowling owned the rights to butter beer. But, yeah, no, allegedly it was delicious, actually. <laughs> oh, you had it? I had a sip of it. No, they, they make all the things. So, but you can go get the butter beer. It's like a cream soda. Frozen. Ooh. Oh, they have a frozen one, too. Yeah. It's good. And you know how much that is? $18. <laughs> the cream soda is $18. Yep. J.K. Rowling goes, thank you. I mean, talk about a money machine it's over there, honey. Scarfs. And it was, it's genius. It's genius. I just, I love that. It was of, the greatest gift shop in the world. It was all a gift <laughs> shop. It is. It's but the ride was pretty fun shop. too, though. I didn't get to see the ride. Oh, yeah. Was Sorry. It too ride. Wah, How wah. dare I? But I have ridden it. It was fine. I was fine in Florida. Wait, the ride, the tall. one with the, the broom? No, it's no. not. It's not a broom one. That's the one I did. Oh, it's a it's a sit in a box, and you have to like get. Oh, yeah, no, it's I like I was my too tall to fit. I did not do that. One. I was. I had to go out the sad side exit, <laughs> and I was outraged. So you waited in line, and then you were. Well, told. the line wasn't very long, but everybody got in, and it's one of those ones where the thing is moving, and you have to get in as it's moving. So I'm there, and they're like, "Push harder to go down," and it's like blaming my shoulders, like "Push yeah. harder." And I had to just, they're like, you have to go do the test one. So you go to the test one, and which is all the way to the front, and you walk the sad way. The walk of shame. The walk That's of shame. Walk of shame. Is, you can't, you're too big for this ride. And then you saw your friends leave having they're a good like, time. They're like, wow! <laughs> Woo! Amazing! Um, I've been on the, there's one you do in Florida, which is you're on the broom. And it's the same thing. They didn't have that one here. It's a different. But one. it's a different. It's a different car. But it's still the same concept. That's crazy. Right, you're flying around and stuff, Adam. Do you like sit on the broom with your between your legs? 
Oh, I've never sat on yeah, anything. Yeah, you too do. Much. It's like a like a motorcycle. <laughs> it's basically like there's two big. There's like a foot thing and an arm thing. So you're not really on the. Yeah, it's like a bicycle broom. Right. You're just leaning forward slightly on this broom thing. Okay. Everybody gets a broom. You know, like this was just like a normal like roller coaster seat or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. I don't really remember what happened on the ride, but it was fun. There was like a lot of like dark. Yeah. So, so you went to the concert for Harry Potter at the Hollywood Bowl, which is a nightmare within itself. Which is always funny to hear your story about <laughs> going anywhere. You don't like walking long distances, and you I mean, hate the Hollywood it's, Bowl. I might as well have hiked Runyon because a <laughs> the incline to get up. And then over to go down to your seat. Hello, I don't, I don't like that. I was like, is there a monorail to the to section F one? The monorail. There's no. How do I get to? Is there an escalator? An ele- Can you helicopter me onto? It was horrendous. But there was millions of Harry Potter fans. Let's call them that. Uh-huh. Uh, with the scarves and the hoods and the the cloaks and the wands and the and the, and you're bottlenecking millions of people into. Two, you can get into two entrances. I, I, it's too much for me. It's did too you, many people at the same time. Who did time. you go with? Did you take a date? No, my this nephew. Date? Oh. I, 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 this is the summer of. You took a date. Nephew. Nephew. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the summer of my gay nephew. And to watch the Potter nerds, the gay ones, cruise each other. That's that's now that's what would be great. That was worth it. They're all like trying to yeah. Wangardium yeah. erectosa. Yeah. <laughs> To use their wands. That's it. Like they're lubing up their wands. I'm like, okay, yeah. I get it, kids. I get it. I know what you're doing. Perineum zingosia. <laughs> Sphincterella. Openness. Open <laughs> <laughs> continue to go on and on with good Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter spells. Taint the front. Taint the back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! That's fabulous. I always feel like Maggie Smith though, because I like look at them like no, 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 no. We don't do that. Put your hand down. I think they have they snuck beer in. It's a nightmare. I don't like that that many people. I, uh, cattle. It's like cattle. Are there seats at the Hollywood Bowl? They I've have, never been. It's benches, and actually, it was quite comfortable. Like I made a big deal about it. I didn't drive there. I Ubered there. I told him to take me right to the front because I am Miss Diana Ross. I'm like, come on now. And we got right to the front. Yes, I had to climb a little mountain. And yes, we had to go over a hill. <laughs> but there was an escalator at some point, And the benches were very comfortable. It's like stadium seating benches in the upper area. And then at the very bottom, they have like little boxes with tables. So you could drink your wine and watch the Philharmonic and mm. look at the conductor sweating all over the piano player. And it's, 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 I actually liked it. The getting in and leaving, I hated. But once I was there, it was it was actually quite nice. Would I do it again? Probably not. <laughs> I went to the version of that, whatever the version in Santa Monica is of their bowl. It was pretty, it was all right. But it was like that, a hike. I saw Janet uh-huh. Jackson. She was far away. Yeah. No. She was small, but she was really singing. No. And then Culture <laughs> Club's coming there uh, play, uh, with the Philharmonic. I was like, okay, how does that work? Uh-huh. I'm getting a check, darling. That's all that matters, <laughs> says boy George. Violins, please. Okay, start. Comma, 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 chameleon. <laughs> um, uh, Stephen Rains, you just interviewed a fancy lady author, and you used my techniques <laughs> to succeed. Yes, I did. Stephen was interviewing, who was it? Natalie Goldberg, who wrote Writing Down the Bones. Uh, something I didn't know, but apparently it's a very big deal. Anyone literary listening, you, this is for you. 
Yes. Um, so I brought her to West Hollywood to talk about uh, the 30th anniversary edition of Writing Down the Bones and her new book, The Great Spring. And then Stephen decided it would be good to pull a look at her on her. He did? Oh, and yeah. Yeah, he did, he didn't call it look at her, but he should. <laughs> <laughs> it was look at thee. <laughs> no, it Looky worked. here. I love those segments in Hey Queen. And so when I was preparing my interview questions, I thought, hmm, what can I do to make this more interesting? And so I called up Johnny. I was like, hey, what do you think about this idea? What are you, you know, give me hints. How does look at her work? It was good. <laughs> How do you do look at her literary? You go like read her. So first of all, <laughs> that's good. Um, so no, it was uh, book covers that she's mentioned or referenced before, and then people that she's written about or interacted with, and then uh, places that she's lived or referenced. And did you come? Did you pop them up on the screen? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you do. Like oh, look at her. Yeah. Good. And then Steven also snuck a picture of himself in the mix. Uh, And she said, I love him. That was what he was waiting for. That was what he was wanting. And I got it. And I got it. That's why we do that. That is why we do Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And I looked cute in that photo, right? Yeah. So I thought, you know, more people need to see that photo. Well said. It's very warm in here, so we're going to take a short break. (laughs) But we'll be back (laughs) and talk about more gay shit. Bye. Coming out July 22nd, it's Ab Fab the movie, you guys. It's here. Yes, darling. I mean, now, Teddy, you said you love Ab Fab. Love. Love. For life. For life. Patsy and Adina, I always thought, who am I? Who am I? Drink like 
you know, Patsy, but I dress like Adina. <laughs> Put everything together. All of it. I love them. I love them. Worship them. I'm so excited to see the movie. And I, Steven? I'm Safi, of course. Of course you are. Yes. You're the nerdy daughter rolling her eyes at her slutty, crazy mom. Yes. And yes. Adam, who are you? Bubble. As long as <laughs> you're obviously this bubble. thing, this thing's a paper, a paper coming out of that thing, a, paper, a little tail, a little tail, a rat. It's a mouse, a mouse, bubble, a mouse. <laughs> so uh, the Atsi, uh, Patsy and Adina are back. And it's a it's a huge crazy caper, a big screen delight. They're trying to save Eddie's failing PR agency by signing Kate Moss, of course, playing herself. Oh and God. then everything goes awry when they actually accidentally kill Kate Moss, and they have to flee to the south of France. And hilarity ensues. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, this movie is going to be so great. We got to get dressed up as who are you dressing as, Adam? Patsy or Adina? I'm just going to get really drunk and smoke cigarettes the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Patsy. (laughs) Okay, that's good. I watched that trailer um, like on repeat like six or seven times when it first came out. I was so excited about it. It's It's going to be great. great. So make sure you go July 22nd to the movie theater. Get your popcorn and Marlboro lights, darling. And (laughs) get a super jumbo size Coke Zero and add some Jack Daniels sweetie, darling. (laughs) And have a grand old time. Make sure you check it out. Absolutely fabulous. The movie. Talk, I'ma listen. 
I can make you put your phone down Leave it at the crib, guarantee you wouldn't miss it I can make you put your phone down And it wouldn't leave your pocket I can make you put your phone down Probably wouldn't even know how to unlock it I can make you put your phone down I see your friend call but forget him I can make you put your phone down Your mama probably think you out of this And I can make you put your phone down I can make you, I can make you, I can make you put your phone down. I can make you put your phone down. I can make you, I can make you, I can make you put your phone down. Yeah. I can make you put your phone down. I can make you, I can make you, I can make you put your phone down. this place off because and as you might know we record in my mansion here in west hollywood but you can't have the air conditioning on when you record and it gets awfully warm it gets like a sauna it gets warm sometimes when we do it like in february and shit <laughs> let alone when we do it in the beginning of july my god it's already july i think we need white towels around our waist and just you know roam about <laughs> oh roam about now during the break teddy said I remember the greatest sauna in Fire Island. <laughs> Did you ever go to Fire Island? Yeah, I used to go every summer. Te- Teddy, yes. let's... Okay, now, we. this is yes, a segment I want to call invasion. Throwback Teddy. TBT. TBT. Throwback Teddy. Teddy uh, has been posting the most amazing throwback photos of himself. I love it. Um, now, you describe what it is. What what my what fire the TV, no. For, TV we'll go into Fire okay. Island in a minute. Um, but let's I, just intro it with do explain for <laughs> someone who has not seen it. Every Thursday for my hashtag TBT, I because you're young and fresh with I'm the kids and, and you know what TBT kids. means. And my okay. my media presence, I snap Snapchat and twat and do all that. Um, my <laughs> when I was growing up in the you know late eighties. <laughs> Early nineties, <laughs> I would have these funky get-ups or some wackadoo. Outfit. And this is how you grow up. You were in your twenties and thirties. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I was. I was, I was a budding young gay. You uh, were a let, young and fresh and young gent. Did, for an ex, and as an example, I wore an Adidas shorts, a Culture Club T-shirt, a Boy George hat, and a studded belt to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> And when I would leave to go to the beach, my mother would go, oh, wait, let me get my camera. (laughs) And she would snap a picture of me, and I thought, my mother's so supportive. She doesn't care what I wear. I could wear an eye patch, have curly hair. I could be Pete Burns from Dead or Alive. I could be Boy George. It doesn't matter. No. She did it to torture me. She would show me the picture years later, and I'd be like, Mom, please. Well, now I'm getting back. (laughs) <laughs> I post them and I post them with cute little yeah it's like little, what are the examples of some of your, uh, your uh, things the, today there, I posted uh, or was today Thursday yeah today because you posted, always do it like a third party description you, like, of what I, Teddy was yeah, doing I like, I like that it's Teddy because it's not me it's right me. yeah it was the character I played Teddy back then uh, uh, I posted today I had a, a 
wrap around my head like I had just gotten out of the shower and a oversized sweatshirt that I cut the collar off so it was very Jennifer Beals hanging off my shoulders I looked very svelte and you could see actually clavicle which I haven't seen in years <laughs> and my friend was actually tweezing my eyebrows to give me the perfect 80s arch so I while his hair rested in the perfect yes, so. of 80s realness blow dried wind spun gold so it's always like this rare photograph is of a 1990s homosexual grooming ritual in which the dominant one Teddy is relaxing as he's getting his eyebrows tweezed for the perfect arch <laughs> <laughs> and the photos are just you're just laying it out there I love it so I enjoy TBT, Throwback Teddy. Yes. Um, now let's talk about Fire Island. Fire because you know what? Island. I love the magic of Fire Island, but my real personal experience with going to Fire Island has only been a certain amount of time. And not that fun. I've only gone like a couple, a handful of times. I guess it depends when. And like, their different eras yeah, also yeah. seem amazing. Because you could yeah. go, if you got a house now and went to Fire Island, you could get in to the life yes. of Fire Island. But it's become for more and more the richer and richer yes, people. Yes. So it's harder to just and go like live on the island for the summer unless you're a DJ or whatever. When we were I was <laughs> living in New York and if it got too too hot in the city we all would go to Fire Island. We wouldn't go to the Pines, which is where the, the models went, and we would go to Cherry Grove. And it was affordable, although still expensive. Right. But I, I just literally like had the time of my life, and the humidity allowed my bob to get a beautiful little wave to it, so I was <laughs> the perfect 90s child in Fire Island. I, I have so many great memories that I'm actually afraid to go back to ruin them. Mm. Because Fire Island. So this Island was and, 90s Fire this Island? This was 90s Fire Island. This was, <clears throat> this was probably, I would say, I would say 91, 92. Okay, so still almost pretty much the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And like not on the cusp of the millennium at all. No, not at so all. Still... And just after, after the debauchery of Andy Warhol and the 70s Fire Island. Right. Then there was a lull and then it kind of came back for a little period of time where Calvin Klein had his house and you were just like, oh, please invite me to your party. Please. And I actually got invited to Calvin Klein's party, which was the party to go to because it was all underwear models around the pool and they gave you a code to get in and just like today, my memory doesn't work well, I get to the door and totally forgot the code and couldn't, we didn't get in. So. Oh. Oh. Wow, that's a happy story. And you're story. like, I can smell the underwear models on the I can smell the, the CKB. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I miss, I miss that. That Fire Island then was really fabulous and free, and it was very dead or alive and hot and Michelle and not anymore. I I don't know what it's like now. I haven't been, but I used to go every summer for at least four summers because I absolutely, absolutely loved it. And you would spend all of your time in the what's it called in the middle? Adam, meat rack, the yeah. Meat rack. They do, they would. I would time it because once a year they do the luminaria. Oh, and that's where they take you know like a luminaria in a neighborhood yeah. where they take the bags. I stand. do it every Christmas. Right. Well, they did, <laughs> they did a pathway from the pines to the cherry grove, oh. so you could see when you would go there and wow. it'd be like, oh, girl, you could what see they the dicks. over there, yeah. yeah. I've never even gone, gone to the meat rack where anything exciting was happening. Oh well, maybe you aren't looking for it because maybe. it's I guess you going on. It's there. Hide it in the bushes. I like to go in the daytime because they even try to do it there. And Why not? You know, I, I remember uh, a, a very 
very vividly being in the center of a circle of men. I don't uh, what did they call that? What is I believe it was called a circle jerk. Oh, yeah. Yes, now they call it bukkake. But back in the day, it was a circle jerk. Yeah. And if I, I don't see anything because it's so freaking dark, except maybe somebody lit their lighter. And, mm-hmm. and there I am in the center, and I hear, Teddy? And I thought, oh no! Oh, no, that's that's the weird thing is though, people yeah, hardly like, that ever. To me too. People hardly no, because I used to live. I went to college in Boston, and I used to live right off the Fenway, Fenway Park, uh-huh. and there is a super cruisy popular area. Oh yeah, I know. And I literally part. had to walk by it every day because my apartment was right on the other side of the street. Lucky you. And I, I went back there one time with. Nikki, my best friend, who's a girl, uh-huh. and another girl that we went to school with. Why are you such a cock blocker? I think it was just, yeah, and I think it was just us, me and them, and like, this guy was, get the fish out of here. Yeah. And I was wow. like, oh. and it was like really like, oh it was going down, and I'd never seen something like that, in, you know, in outside in public really happening well, and, and it was actually super hot. Do. But no, I didn't do anything, but like it was... That's, really, that's so it's so sexually day. charged. Oh, that's, yeah. that was the exciting part of it. That's what's ruined. That's what's wrong now. I think. Like, yeah. I have these conversations with my nephew. He could pick up a phone and bam. But that excitement, like off of I ninety five, the rest areas, that was a gay rite of passage. Mm. I'm proud of it. I don't care. Yes, I did. I would Teddy tap my brake lights twice. That's yeah. what you do. I mean, these rituals <laughs> oh, are so yeah, fast. They're lost. They're lost, and like the, wait, tell them. Tell, let's break it down. You ex- tap your brake lights well, okay, twice. The excitement of I'm gonna go to the rest area right. today. It was about 20 minutes from my house, off of I 95. Uh-huh. Okay, I would get on the freeway, on the highway, interstate, whatever they call it over there on the East Coast. I forget now, and go towards it was like New Hope area. You the the rest area before New Hope. You pull in, all the trucks would be lined up in there, and if you were looking to do something, you would pull in. Get to the end of the line. The trucks would see you. You tap your brake lights twice. That means looky, looking and park. And then you look in your rearview mirror. And if a headlight flashed, you got out of your car. And you walked up to that cab. Climb up into the cab. They had a bed in the back. And bam. Wow. So you don't even know what they look like. Good <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because like they just... There, everyone's just looking for action, so it doesn't matter who it is. Mm-mm, it was wow, they, and I mean, when you think about it now, you're like, that could be some Eileen Warnos shit, but yeah, it girl. wasn't. And it was flawless, but the excitement, it was flawless, it was, it was flawless. flawless. The excitement of dro- getting, and just before you're like, oh god, okay, getting into strangers' cars, think about that even then, you didn't, and then they would do the raids of the uh. The rest areas, and they would put it on the news, and you'd see these guys like going, "Oh my god!" You know, like they would flash the cameras on them. Now, that what was, if you walked up to a truck and you weren't into the guy? Would you, uh, this they like, were oh, a truck. Do it anyway. Could you not be into the guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I mean, I don't. I, I, that never happened, but you did it anyway. Because if you were looking yeah. for a trucker, <laughs> a you know, a that's dick. the type that you're looking for, right? I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, were, all right. they were also like, I, I, I happen to have a pension for taxi cab drivers and truckers, um, but it's like you're a drag queen almost. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but you're not. But there uh-huh. would be, you know, other guys that weren't looking for truckers. There was a different like thing that you guys would do. You would go into the the little restroom area, and I remember arcades. 
I remember going to like video booths. Did you have those? Oh yeah, we had. Oh those. not yeah. like not like Donkey Kong Burger. Time. I was like, what? You must. Oh yeah, I was thinking oh, like, like you were molested. <laughs> yes, you were. No, yeah. When no, I, I lived loved in Florida, arcades. I loved arcades. But so you I, mean adult arcades? Adult. The adult. The thing about adult arcades for me was my father had a very prominent restaurant in town, and I didn't have my car. I had his car, so everybody knew my dad's car. Oh so my god! I couldn't go to an arcade because they would be like, "Oh, Mr. Margus, uh, what were you doing uh, at the uh, you know Long Duck Dong uh, bookstore?" It so, was my son. He was hunting yeah. for dick. So I I would like literally drive like twenty minutes out of from where I you know grew up, not so I wouldn't the car wouldn't be. And then once I got my own car, forget it. Then I was like. I had permanently had the lights just going doot 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 doot. You were like uh, like <laughs> well, Morse code blinking. In Florida, it was amazing. I mean, there were certain places you would go, and it would be nothing but like station wagons and minivans, and like all the men there were still wearing their re- their wedding rings, and I mean, it was intense. Um, I mean, that's what you did when you were a teenager. Oh yeah, or yeah, in your yeah, 20s? yeah, yeah. Uh, 18, 19? Yeah. Wow. I was I was in my 20s when I did it, because 18 and 19, I was kind of clueless. I was like, I don't know why I have picked all these pictures of naked men, but I have them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I well, fake... I'm sure I'll get over this, and my <laughs> wife will understand. I had a fake ID at 16, and then when I was 17, I went to Chicago, where um, I tried to get into the manhole. Uh-huh. And they were like, um, everyone takes off their shirt before entering. I was like, all right. So here I was, like... Freshly seventeen in this like sea of like hot Love leather men and I just it was amazing. I, I oh, so you got in and that oh, yeah. night you were molested by them all. I hope so. Yes. Yeah, I mean, statutory was, I have fun rape. memories. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Philly. They're all under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> we were just one bridge over from Trenton, so you'd go into Trenton like if you wanted to like party like that. If you want a party, you go to you Trenton. Go Trenton. You, you go over that bridge and you go to Trenton. And I remember I walked into this club once and it was like an African-American gay bar. And I just thought, ooh, girl, I don't know if I'm in the right place. And that's but what they thought when I, they looked at you. Right, they said, ooh, then, girl, I don't know if you're in the right place. Remember that song, The Freaks Come Out at Night. The Freaks <laughs> Come Out at Night. Well, there's a line in that that he goes, freaks are all over me like white on rice. And I remember dancing and a guy whispered in my ear, Freaks it all over you like wet on rice. I thought, oh my god, <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, Adam, did you go back to that rest area or that park by yourself? No, I was literally no. I no, I didn't. I was He's way boring. too scared to do that when I was when I was in, you know he going to go college when now, I was nineteen though. and twenty. Would you do it now? Wait, sure. Because it's now like stroke, but in real life. I, tent. I mean, come on. <laughs> and a sign. Why do you think I moved to Europe? He moved to Europe for like <laughs> sex clubs. I mean, look at him right now. He kind of looks like a street hooker. I've been mistaken for a street hair. hooker way too many times. <laughs> Your hairdo is sexually aggressive on the side. I have to say. Aggressive. Is it? Yeah, there's something about it. I was looking at you and I was like, look at him. He just looks like a methy. Slut. Uh, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm sitting next to him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, and one well preserved. But the haircut is like a whore's bath. <laughs> I like it. Now, Stephen, when you would go to the rest stop at 18 or whatever, so what oh, were the video steps? arcade? I was doing video arcade. So yes, I was would, doing the rest. Stop. You were doing the rest stop, but didn't you? Oh, so you'd go to video arcades, and the, that's where the parking lot would be full of people and their men and their women. Yeah, rides. yeah. You would just kind of, and it was one of those things like if you were kind of horny and you would drive by and. There weren't a lot of cars in the parking lot. And you'd be like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to take a chance. So you just uh-huh. wouldn't stop. 
But sometimes, you know, you're driving somewhere, you're like, the oh, it's full, I'm going in. Jump in. Yeah. And so then describe it, because that was something I never got into any of this. So what was the, like, you're walking in. Okay, okay walk I'm in. thinking of one place specifically in Ybor City where... Um, <laughs> Ybor City, where I dreams go to die. Love it. <laughs> yes. Um, it was just simply called the XXX. Um, the guy there, I think basically because I was young and attractive, he would let me in for free. So it was not... You know, you would have to buy someone's quarters. Yeah, exactly. I love a good deal and love a bargain. And so then, so they had the, you know, where you would buy videos and I mean, it could have been VHS at that time. I don't even remember, but then you would go into a smaller area where it was kind of dark, but a lot of red lighting because it's swinging doors. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. You would go like, don't swing too hard. And there were certain booths that had glory holes attached to others and not you know so so you had to choose your fave booth mm-hmm. but how did you you didn't know so the first time you went there you're just like hey uh, I wanted to get this VHS but <laughs> well, what's back there uh, excuse me um. I don't remember the first time oh wait I do remember the first time I went to one I was in Columbia Missouri visiting a friend I mean called- a Missouri gay video arcade <laughs> Ooh, I mean, that's a rough trade up wow. in there honey oh yeah college town and I remember I was on a road trip with my friend, and I was horny, and he was horny. I was like, oh, well, let's stop off there, and we'll just jack off in the, We'll you just know. jack off in the yeah. fucking thing, man. No biggie. Yeah. Just, yeah. And I used And I was, ex- <laughs> what I didn't expect was a glory hole. And so the guy next to me, I could see him jacking off, and that was so thrilling and exciting. I didn't even know oh, to, right. like, stick my dick in there or to get it sucked or, like, uh-huh. you know, I didn't do anything. All I did was just, like... It's just to look through. Exactly. That's what I did. <laughs> this yeah, eye like, hole. Yeah. This eye hole's amazing. <laughs> Dude, why Alice. is it so low? It's Alice through the looking glass. <laughs> yeah, no, that was it. That was enough for me. It why are you video. poking me in the eye? Ow! <laughs> That's exciting, though. That it was. Exciting. So you could see them jerking off, and then what would you do? Uh, well, that time I just like oh, you just jerk off. Yeah, and then I came. I mean, I was sixteen. At that right. Point. Okay, you I were mean, doing. Yeah. So then, when you would go on later visits, did you eventually end up having sex with men in the arcade? People oh, do that? all the time. All the yeah, time. yeah. Um, and then it, I like. Did you have a love affair with the dancer who was behind the the screen <laughs> open and closed? Was that your first in. love? You had to keep putting orders in. in? Like a male version of Open Your Heart with Madonna video. (laughs) I've never been to one of those kinds. Okay, so tell me the story. Does this still exist even? I don't think so, but it's quaint. I enjoy the the concept. Uh, So I really liked, guys, I liked sharing a booth with someone. So, Mm, you know, getting my dick sucked by a stranger didn't... I don't know that that didn't really excite me, uh, but I remember one guy sucking like me off. Like a stranger bro time would get at you. Oh yeah, time. yeah. I remember one guy sucking me off. I was like, "Ooh, it's feeling really good now." And I realized he turned around and I was fucking him through the glory hole. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> I know, that's why I was like, "Well, that feels good." Whoa, I don't know what this is. Um, yeah, that mouth feels like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, good times. I know, they're gone, and the kids are well, not going to have it anymore. They're kind of, not as exciting. Well, well scruff. They're having it in their yeah. own way, yeah, with more not, of a menu. It's, it's no, like, you don't have to go to a truck and do it with whoever it is. Yeah. There's still the parties same. like that. You just got to yeah. know where to find the them. It's not the same, though. Like, I sure. want, a, I want a, a, a young GIT gay in training to come up that way with that 
that that adrenaline that pumps before you decide okay I'm gonna walk in and then you walk in like you said you walk into the like the arcade area but then you have to go into the back area and then everybody knows what's going on back there and you're like do 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 and then you like quietly and then you go in your booth and then you're like oh, that guy's jerking off and then he'll put his finger through it like like hey come on now and you're like oh do I put my mouth there what do I do yeah yeah with and all I, I remember, finger twists <laughs> and how thrilling it was so like if you didn't like the options in the room you would just kind of like hang out for a while until you heard the swinging doors again. You're like, someone's entering. Yeah. So you would like want to check them out right away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like on Scruff where you're waiting for a better option. It's like the same yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you get to do a, that. No, it's not the it's same not thing. Because <laughs> you can do that from your bed. But yes. sense, you can just lie in bed. Scruff is for people that I feel like half the time that don't really want to meet. It's, they I just want the attention of talking to somebody because you try to hang out with somebody and then they don't. Exactly. Really want to hang out? Exactly. So. Not like a good bathhouse. Yeah, like good bathhouse. It's totally different when the, you're in a room full of people that want to do it. Adam's a new fan of bathhouses from his time in Europe. Oh. I mean, he loves to get that Polish D. <laughs> it's, it's fabulous. Oh, I went to one in Berlin when I was there last oh, time. How was that? Now, what is Which that one in like? Berlin? It's called. Steamworks, I think. Steamworks. Oh. It's a chain from America. They we do, do it better. I, I, I went to Steamworks in Puerto Rico. Um, it's a worldwide chain for men who like men who like steam. Yeah, <laughs> we are together. We're, we're free. We no, do what we want. We get into it. I ended McDonald's up. A bathhouse. I ended up hooking up with a guy that worked there, so he gave me free drinks the whole time. Now, how did that night go down? What did he? Was he the cum? Uh, the cum sweeper? Yeah. Uh, I think it was off. He's like, oh man, I gotta finish my shift. Yeah. No, like, he like. First, you're like <laughs> He, he worked He's like, hold on. I need to get my rag. He worked the front desk, but like, he was like giving towels out and stuff, yeah, he but he was off. He would, then he just went downstairs right. to, roll paper to do soak sweeping. in the hot tub and relax. To bleach out the stains of love. Relax, relax. <laughs> and when he was jerking you off, he was like, oh, ooh, just come in this paper towel because I don't want to clean it up later. <laughs> <laughs> just kill two birds with one stone. Jerk up in the bathroom. Uh, Here, can you uh, shoot, shoot it down the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> hit the drain. Hit the drain. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And what was the bathhouse in Berlin like? Full of everyone good looking? Uh, most no. no there was you know there's good looking guys there's, there's old guys there's like. all kinds of guys fat guys skinny guys um and big dick guys and little dick guys and big ass guys yeah. and little ass guys and assholes that are loose and assholes that are tight and there's like you know saunas and steam rooms but then there's private rooms too where you can Close the door or whatever. Uh, um, and when you're charging guys to just drop a load in you, a non-style, how much are you charging? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that in euros or dollars? Uh, whatever you charge. <laughs> I don't know. If you have a little money-changing thing uh, in the front, you take traveler's checks. Of course. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't take traveler's checks? They're like cats. American load dropping. everywhere. <laughs> Uh, well, I thought you would, everyone would enjoy. I thought this would be a perfect all the fellas time to just talk about all the back in the day dirty shit. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! I never went to any of those arcades or any of that, but I did throw parties in New York that included back rooms as a feature of the party. No. 
So you could go to the back room. And it wasn't always like full on sex, but there was like lots of groping and things going on. And of course, people, depending on the level of back room party you had. I saw some things. There are some things. There were moments. There were moments. I mean, like, I'd say that there was like a back room, like at the cock originally, which. I felt like the back rooms got methier and scarier and it became unpleasant as the years went on through New York. But that first back room at the cock was so good. Everyone it seemed very sexy. Maybe I was just drunk. The whole no, <laughs> every but now, but now the front room is the back room at the cock. Yeah, no, the cock. This is they the interesting thing. Adam went back to New York and the cock has moved again. And now they have what do they have, Adam? Upstairs it's two bar, floors, two upstairs bars. bar and downstairs bar. But the downstairs bar is like super tiny. Basically, the whole front of it in the basement is just a completely Empty dark black room. room with no windows underground. Okay. And everyone is just like, you know, Fabulous. Like cuddle PS, puddle. Like the PS. Cuddle puddle. Oh my God, I miss it. It's over. <laughs> it's done, people. Don't talk to me about apps. It's, it's over. over. <laughs> What's that song by um, Hungry how, Hungry Wives? It's like, I am legendary. You are not. The back rooms are closed. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> <laughs> They yeah. do that about all different things in New York. We'll, <laughs> we'll play that at the end of this Let's episode. Do it. It's great. a classic electro house track. It's over. The it's done. Rules. Done. I, <laughs> I agree. Um, Steven, you're a huge TV watcher. What oh, are you yes. watching lately? Just kidding. What I know you don't watch any watching? TV. You don't watch anything. Don't, you don't even I have don't. a TV. But I watch Hey Queen. It's it's I'm, it's the what I'm religious. I'm a religious Hey Queen watcher. Oh, I yes. appreciate that. I think we all are. I'm a religious Hey Queen. You watcher. are. Oh my Because I, I don't have a TV either. I actually watch you everything on my laptop. Yeah, same here. If I want to see something, I can find it. But there's nothing that really interests me. But I I love Hey Queen as well. So good. Adam started working on the show and stopped watching. I don't watch anymore because I already saw it. Don't hire your viewers. Here's a lesson. Live. I don't need to watch anymore. And then Judge Lady Red, of course, I watch that. Oh, I definitely watch Judge Lady Red, though. Amazing. I feel like Johnny is like the Wendy Williams of our community. Actually, I mean, that's really like every time I watch, I'm like, oh, he's so, you know. Yeah. You guys, you and Lady Red are like the Jim and Tammy Faye Baker of sure. gay YouTube. That. that sounds good. Yeah. So what well, does that make too. you then? The puppet? I'm one of the puppets. <laughs> oh, do they have puppets? I never no, watched No, Tammy Faye. Tammy. Yeah. yeah. I never saw it. I mean, I was out of the country. Did you ever see the eyes of Tammy Faye? No. Where yeah. RuPaul... I know uh, what it is. I yeah. never saw it, though. It's oh, my good. God. It's, it's really... It I saw it in the theater in New York City it's when not... I was like 17 because wow. I was visiting. No. And it was it very was special. Yeah, but it's it's great. It's amazing. She was, I liked her. Like she was funny. Oh yeah, she's great. And she was supportive of our people. She was. Yeah, vocal about Jim J and Tammy Faye, the right. gayest man ever on t- on like morning TV. Oh right, I forgot about J- good Jim oh, J yeah. Bullock. Yeah, I wish he would come on. He's local. I used to run into him when I first met I worked. Can, I did you, a, I did a, can uh, you guys call him and see if he'd come on? Uh, anyway? Sure. I don't know if anyone would watch, but we could get into so many stories. No, that would that would be good. You I would watch that one. Story <laughs> like that. Is he the type that would tell the stories? Probably not. Mm-hmm. I worked with him, actually. He's a very, very nice, but he's he's a little diva-ish. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, do some do some demands. research, everyone. I'd love Jim J. <laughs> Jim J. If you're listening, to break it down, the dark side of Hollywood and all the rest. We need a whole gay icon 
series on Hey Queen. I'm, like, I'm trying to Jack book him. I'm trying to avoid <laughs> I wanted to do Demo Month, so I wanted to, like, uh, uh, we were talking to Cheryl Ralph, and also I wanted to get, like, uh, Jennifer Lewis. Oh, fabulous. Martha Wash. That's Ooh. next season. We're really focusing on divas, along with it. our regular LGBT stars, but I really want to get some of my favorite divas in the mm-hmm. door and really, you know, talk to the to the dance floor, please. Please. <laughs> uh, we um, have a lot of great stuff coming up on Hey Queen, even though the season's ending in two weeks because we have Jack A this Monday, uh, the 11th, and then my birthday's the day after Jack A comes out. Woo! So, you know, it's my birthday on the 12th. So send me a nice message. And get, <laughs> and get daddy a nice message. Or money. Or, you know, I will take a, a GoFundMe account. GoFundHa buff day. GoFundHa. GoFundHa. I'm going to start a GoFundHa website. GoFundHa. <laughs> it makes it different. It's just called GoFundHa. So don't you want to rather do that? I'd rather do that. I would. Um, but we have a lot of new stuff coming. We have Bob Finale on the 18th. So Bob the Drag Queen came and gave a great multi-part interview with us, played an amazing round of Look It Up, and did a Look It As Follows. So it was, did we do a Look As Follows? No? I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Oh, right. Erica was there. Yeah. And you were not there. I was on family vacay. I was on family vacation. Did she walk into Hey Queen purse first? She did not, actually. Oh. We thought hmm. she would. Interesting. And she did not even have the purse with her. She's like, what purse, girl? Well, we did do like a promo (laughs) where she does something with a big gigantic purse because Miss Fuego was there. Fun. Uh, so it was Miss Fuego and the purse, and it was fun. She was really good. Um, but then we have a whole bunch of new shows. We have the rest of the season of Judge Lady Red. Yeah. New season of He's Fit. Woo-hoo. People Woo-hoo. tried to say they hated it, but then they watched it 100,000 times. Got a lot of views. So we're doing another season. Yes. Uh, never before has the hatred for a show been so strong for no reason. It was because at the beginning of the show, Gerg said, I'm Greg McKeon, and I'm extremely hot. And then he winked. Ding! People took that so fucking seriously. The <laughs> well, comments were like, you're not hot. You're ugly. You're stupid. Kill yourself. I hate you. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, you're the worst of them all. And then uh, cut to, I was like, oh, God, I thought this show would be a hit. Cut to a couple months later, I'm looking casually at all the views. I'm like, wait a minute. All these episodes have hit 100,000 views? I'm like, I was right. Shirtless fitness and muscle exploitation will work every time. Yeah. I can't read those comments. I don't know how you. Well, oh. I have to I moderate them on the Hey Queen thing because I do not like people to be rude and let it sit. I right. block them from being able to write anything again. So there was a lot of removing and blocking from the Heath Fit debacles. <laughs> who got the most of your Hey Queen guests? Who had the most kind of hate that you had to block? Mm. There's always someone. Fifi O'Hara had a lot of people like still dragging all that same oh my shit. God, I think she's proven herself. She she's great. Yeah. Like you know, but like these people that are watching the show, know, like are yeah. sometimes they're Die just hearts. out of their damn mind. Um, so yeah, there's some of those, but there's always somebody being nasty or rude for no reason. And even if like just uh, take uh, it uh, out uh, to anybody, like I, I get the I can't even read them. They're like, you don't even know me. I don't even what I was on yeah. one little thing. And you're <laughs> writing like. Oh my God! Curse the alley and fat actor. I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, get over your. No, I want them to do something in the world. You know, those are the people that are just yeah. sitting at home on their. You know, like, 
You yeah, know I like to send them a little fuck you, so that's why we're doing season two of each fan. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'm going to change it. Uh, uh, I'm not going to have him say that again because it, people hated it so much. <laughs> But we're going to do something else at the top. But at the very end, at the end of every episode, after the subscribe card, it'll come back on. And Gert's going to peek in from the side and be like, I'm still extremely hot. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) Just as a little, fuck you. Just a little reminder. Um, Then we have a really incredible lineup of new shows that we're producing all over the next three months. Um, We have a new show called Pimp My Drag. With uh, where Lady Red and the team help young queens elevate their look, reality show style. That's going to be amazing. Right, she told me uh, about that. Yeah, I, we're doing a show with Trinity K. Bonet called love. Local Queens, where she travels the country and interviews different local queens, putting a little Ooh. spotlight on them. Um, there's another half season of Drag Cousin, some great episodes of Lady Red and Jasmine, more episodes of Hot Tea. We're doing a weed show called Green Queens. <laughs> <laughs> When, if you have questions for us, if you want me and Lady Red to answer any relationship problems, uh, uh, coming out issues, any type of issues or problems you would like our advice on, uh, send them to me at johnny at gaypimp.com and we will uh, answer them on our new Ask Hey Queen show, which will be coming out, I think it's September. So that'll be every week. I mean, there's going to be a ton of new programs coming up. Adam Joseph's new show, The Queen's English. Yeah. Like he's a schoolhouse rock number with puppets and singing. Yes. Yes. Um, so though Hey Queen season is ending, all the extra side series all start to debut over the next three months. So make sure you stay with us. And then after that, I'm going to take a break. Because <laughs> oh, after, because this is the time of the season where I start to be like, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I don't want to do I ain't doing it no more and then like I take a little time off and I come back fresh <laughs> last year I was like you know what I think audience fuck you because I was moderating comments be like these people don't deserve all this hard work yeah it's um, hard to read those comments sometimes yeah, but it is but you know now I've really made my having the power to ban them from the channel helps make yeah. me feel better. It's also such a small percentage of the people. It is. Viewing. There's so I mean, many millions of nice, wonderful yeah. comments, but you remember the person who just got in there. And I used yeah. to sometimes respond, and I couldn't help myself. And I would respond, and then it would never make me feel good because they would just respond back with something extra hateful. Forget it. So now just block and remove. What is their life like? Well, I mean, yeah, it's horrible. Betty they're like, they're busy hating everything. <laughs> <laughs> Betty well, Davis said, if they're not talking about you, then you block and worry. Yes, <laughs> I know. You're supposed to feel that way, but it's hard sometimes. I know. I, I, get, I, get it. <laughs> I try to feel that way, but other times I'm like, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because it's such a passion it. for you. You know, well, you're not you're, You know what? I you always feel like if you're it. rich... And doing it, it doesn't matter if people are making like the Kardashians. They could give a shit about the comments because you know what they can do: cry in a bag of fucking money, roll around in money, go shopping for diamonds to feel better. But when you're like an artist struggling, making things work, trying to get things through, and doing all this stuff, sometimes you're like, "Fucking hey, man, can you just be nice? If you don't like it, just shut up." What a great way to end the show! If you don't like it, just <laughs> shut, shut up. up. I'm like Erica Badu. I'm an artist. Well, we love you, my little gay babies. It's been great visiting with you. We, we're a little steamier. 
uh, than we were when we began. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we got into to it fella style, though. Brandy will be jealous of all the cop talk. <laughs> and she will be like, we always do the fun stuff. I'm gone. We always have to talk about housewives. Why can't you talk about <laughs> Julie, on the other hand, will be thank goodness because she would be like, or maybe not. She loves gay. She loves gay dicks. She doesn't like straight dicks. <laughs> um, Teddy, what's next for you? Every people in West Hollywood come to see you every Friday at every Fubar. Friday night at Fubar, eight o'clock. The Mikey and Teddy show. Yes. And uh, see you on Judge Lady Red. See me on Judge Lady Red, which I am very proud of. I love it. And where's uh, the tea? Here's the tea. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Working and on, that's it. Continuing stuff, new projects, New projects are on the horizon. Stephen Rains is West Hollywood's poet laureate, but not for much longer. I know. That ends in October, but thankfully... The, um, in November, I'm going to pull a fucking stunt so no other bitch <laughs> can ever turn it like you did. That's what you're going to do, aren't you? You're going to pull some well, kind of stunt, poetry yeah. stunt. <laughs> I am in November. I'm being inducted into my poetry high school's my high school's alumni hall of fame. Oh, wow. wow! Fucking love this. So you know what? Because they, you were on this podcast. Exactly. Wow. It's all about the podcast. I was made fun of walking down those halls. They were so fucking mean to me. And you know what? And now, so many years later, like, I'm the person being inducted into their Hall of Fame, and Mm. I love that. You're getting paid. Is there going to be a class reunion right after so you can gloat? Gloat about it. Like, mm. So good. (laughs) And Adam Joseph, you're going back to your class reunion to get fucked by all the guys who used to mock you <laughs> in high school because now you're their little cum bucket. I was actually popular in high school because I went to a performing arts school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Of course. So, yeah. yeah, I only had girlfriends it was and nobody fine. dropped a load It was totally fine. Was choir, I was in a, musical theater. Get the so. fish out of here. That was very Octavia Samaran. For sure. Can I tell you that I really enjoy your aggressive guy who's like, Get that fucking fish out of here. Get that fish out of here. Say it again, Adam. Oh, yeah. Get the fucking fish out of here. You know what? I'm going to order fish and chips. And when they arrive (laughs) at the table, I'm going to look at them and say, Get the fucking fish out of here. Of course, you can see Adam on uh, the last episodes of Hey Queen on his new show coming up on Hey Queen TV and everywhere that we all are for Hey Queen family, etc. And you're coming out with new music soon. Mm-hmm. It's very hey. exciting. And you can see Adam uh, sometimes on the road with us doing Work Queen. If you want me and Lady Red to come to your town and perform and sing and do comedy and whatever, contact HeyQueenBooking at gmail.com. We are, are trying to put together a tour for Work Queen because when we were on Hey Queen, we say, hey, and we talk, but we're on the stage, honey. We work. work. We did it in work. San Francisco. We just did it in Ontario, California, and it's been really great. And we're going to be doing it in Tucson in August. So if you want us to come to your city, HeyQueenBooking at gmail.com. Well, my little gay babies, I'm going to be coming back to you trying to do it every week now that we are off of the Hey Queen main season. So um, we'll definitely be back next week. Julian Brandy back in two weeks. So keep tuning in. And can I remember the end, Adam? Let's see. Mm, I think it goes like champagne wishes and faggoty dreams from... Hollywood! Bye, baby. You did it. I did it. I should have said, we're wishing you. No. We're, Mm. see, see, I'm already messing it up.
Sending you. That's what it is. Sending, sending you faggoty wishes and champagne. No. Nope. <laughs> I already messed it up. I think sending it, you champagne wishes and faggoty dreams from Saint Teddy. Hollywood. Blink your lights twice <laughs> and then come into the truck. I've done it all, honey. I've worked, I've walked, I've danced, I've pranced. I've seen it all, sweetie. And I've seen it all. But I've never seen you. I am legendary. You are not. I am legendary, you are not.